0: everyone, and welcome back to another week of Kent and the Steering Team. Today, you are joined by myself, Drew, and my charming colleague, Philip. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, um, look, sadly, Kent can't be with us today. He's a little tied up, making his hand-woven bracelets for his Etsy page. Anyway, moving right along. How are you this week, Phil? I am quite well, Mister Drew. Uh,
1: not a huge amount going on; just kind of kicking on. Um, oh, I, oh, actually, no, no, one thing. Okay, one thing. I I found. Okay, I'll explain to this. Explain this to you really <laughs> quickly.
0: There's always yeah. something.
1: Um, I was uh, in the shit position of having an iPhone that has crap charge. More on that later. Um, and I then decided that I wanted to listen to music, but I couldn't because I didn't want to sit at my computer and also my phone had no battery. So while my phone was charging, I dug around in my bedside table because it is full of absolute shit and I found my iPod Nano. It is the little one that was about like five centimetres tall by about four centimetres wide with the the rotating wheel thing. Um, And it was so nice to go back and listen to some of the songs that I had on it. Like, oh... If you want a nostalgia hit, just find an old iPod or something like that.
0: Come on, give us a few examples. What did you have hiding on there?
1: Uh, really shit things, but it's what I... Let's have a look. Alright, um... I have on here... Cinema by Benny Benassi featuring Gary Goh. I was
0: singing that the other day out of nowhere. I have Classical Gas on here.
1: Um... I have Clubfoot by Kasabian. Oh, I haven't heard that in ages. Wow. Um, I've got... Even the old theme song to Girls of the Playboy Mansion... Come on, on my house? By Nasty Tales. Uh, yeah, just like really <laughs> fucked up random shit. What the hell was I thinking? I got even got the song Daddy Wasn't There by Austin Powers.
0: To take me to the fair. <laughs> to change my underwear. <laughs>
1: Yeah but um, (laughs) I've even got I've got some winners like Dawn of the Dead by Does It Offend You Yeah that's a great song Um, Jesus what else do I have here I have the Denial Twist by The White Stripes Dice by Finley Key Uh, Yeah Jesus Just like random shit on this thing That I don't listen to Do Your Thing by Basement Jax That is a great song
0: I'm loving this.
1: Yes, yeah, good. <laughs> just like just fighting this and just going through and playing a whole bunch of so- bunch of songs. I was even listening to um Oh don't hold back by the pop bellies, the Jeep song. Um yeah, listening to even like songs like if I go to my calm playlist, uh Joe Purdy's Wash Away, which featured on Lost, um I've got things like Imagine by John Lennon, which isn't on my iPhone. I don't know why it's not. Teardrop by Massive Attack. It's not on my iPhone Ooh. either. Yeah, there's just, just things on here that are like, fuck yeah, you legend. Running by Evermore. I don't have any Evermore songs on my iPhone. But yeah, just to find song music there. that I do not listen to anymore. And it's like just sitting there and it's not even on my... Yeah, it's just so nice to have that there, to listen to it.
0: I'm impressed that you had a White Stripes song on there. That makes me personally really happy.
1: Because I had a White Stripes song on there. I have several White Stripes songs on there.
0: Even better. White Stripes. Come on, man. I yeah. just...
1: I, yeah, oh, yeah. The battery's just shot on it, so I, it took me like half an hour just to keep the thing going.
0: Well, I mean, let's have a little discussion about that battery issue, because that's... I, I mean, we're both experiencing this right now. I'm... Not having as much of an issue, I don't think, but I'm being super careful monitoring what I'm doing with the phone every day. But I think it's not just the, the new operating system that's causing the battery problems. I do believe that's a large chunk of the issue for, for us. But I think in yours and my case, I think it's also the fact that we now have our location services and our Bluetooth permanently activated to connect to our new watches. But I had it on before for
1: my Bluetooth headsets anyway. I had Bluetooth on permanently anyway.
0: Yeah, but how frequently were you using it?
1: Yeah, but it was always on.
0: Yeah, but but now it's constantly sending data back and forth to the watch.
1: I still think it's just the, the update's fault. I still think it's that.
0: It's going to be interesting when... It's gonna be very interesting when we do eventually get to the iPhone 10 and we you have mean straight away. Like- <laughs> yeah well <laughs> give it a couple of weeks and well apparently the battery life is going to be better because it's better with every model of iPhone well, and
1: well yeah like, well but for me it's gonna be a nice jump because the iPhone 6s was better than the iPhone 6 the iPhone 7 was better than the 6s Wait the 6s was better than the 6. The 7 was better than the 6S. The 8 is better than the 7. And then the 10 is better than the 8.
0: That's so going that's, to be a very big jump for us. a big
1: jump for me. Because this phone still lasts me a di- Well, sorry. It did still last me, you know, over a day. Whereas on this new update, it lasts me all of about six hours.
0: Yeah, I've taken to charging my phone at work now uh, because this of it. This
1: phone is a complete and utter piece of shit that I've wanted to throw at a wall, uh, the ground... Fucking Tim Cook's dopey face. Anyone from app, like just, I cannot believe how shit this phone is now. From being oh, such a great piece of kit to being crap, it can't open any apps. It can't open its own native apps without crashing them. It doesn't know how to load messages. It just goes, oh, wait, this is just a white screen. That's all you wanted, isn't it? It's just a farce. This thing is just fucking shit. Oh, so don't I blame cannot- Cookie. <laughs> what?
0: Don't blame Cookie. I him in Tim this Cook.
1: southern accent. Now you can fuck off because he's, he can piss off. He's the head of this whole absolutely masquerading piece of shit of a company. Like, come on, how can this thing be so freaking stupid? And and a mate of mine's phone is even splitting to the point where on the this is on a six by the way or a six This isn't even on the the eight which had this problem where the battery is bulging. He took it to Apple and they said, oh, just don't charge it overnight because you'll explode the battery. Are you fucking kidding me? That's what they, like, that's their advice? Not, oh, shit, that's a problem. Here, let's do something about it. No, no, just don't charge it overnight. Fuck off. Like, just bullshit. What the hell's happened to Apple?
0: Well, they lost Steve Jobs, so that's part of the problem.
1: Absolutely any piece of innovation or creativity that they had, and it's just turned into a money-grabbing shithole of a business that's just using off about 15 years old technology or using literally anyone else's technology and saying oh we're being like revolutionary no fuck you're so behind anything yep but I do yeah. love my iMac
0: yeah all of that aside we, we love Apple
1: <laughs> oh, I'm gonna be buying the iPhone 10 without a doubt
0: oh yeah <laughs> I'll be right there with you despite I was actually, all of that I was having a look at macbooks today at costco i really really, really wait need costco a laptop. well costco sell a ton of apple stuff what? they've even got they've they've got iphone 8s there on sale what
1: the fuck yeah jesus like anyone's an uh authorized apple reseller these days even aldi sell iphones
0: yeah and kogan <laughs>
1: Cogan. Um, yeah so that's that's my beef with my phone why do we keep coming back to Apple I think it's because it one I look at an Apple logo literally every single day when I sit at my computer Um, and two I look at an Apple icon every couple hours and my phone runs out of battery Um, why else do I look at it I I think it's
0: because we are such avid users that we can't help it
1: yeah long story short Tim Tim Cook can fuck off and bring on the iPhone 10
0: I'd be too scared of who would replace him I like him
1: who's the guy that who's the guy that that does that did the introduction for the iPhone and the Apple Watch and all that is that Phil something he's a legend I want him to replace him
0: is that the the designer guy
1: oh yeah the slightly like chubby guy and and then Tim Cook goes Phil come on out Phil and introduce (laughs) us to the latest technology (laughs) Phil so that's why I want that guy
0: yeah, no. Look, he he'd be all right, but
1: what was Tim Cook when Steve Jobs was alive? What did he What did Tim Cook do? Because he still worked for
0: Apple. Uh, was he on the admin side or was he on the the tech side? I hope to God he wasn't on the tech side because he.
1: What What's really sad about like especially about their keynotes and stuff like that is Steve Jobs used to be so passionate and so up to date on the knowledge. And mm. he knew everything that they were going to talk about and he would run the whole thing. Well of course he was
0: up to date on it. He was the one that pioneered it.
1: Well exactly. And now and now, the- now you got Tim Cook and stuff like that and it's like, oh let me just just let me just be the boring guy that talks about the bullshit and then let's get someone out to talk about the interesting stuff. Just cut the bullshit and talk about the interesting stuff.
0: Like To be fair, I I wouldn't want to be in his shoes. That like that would suck. Having to follow after ...the legend himself. He I paid a lot couldn't than imagine that. So. Pardon?
1: He gets paid a lot more than the legend himself, so he's being paid for his job.
0: Yeah, well, Steve Jobs it, it was, took one dollar. Steve Jobs, it was never about the money. He wanted to get these things out into the world. He had a vision for a future where there would be free Wi-Fi everywhere... ...and that your phone would just automatically connect from one hotspot to another as you moved around... The idea that internet would be everywhere, freely accessible to everyone, and it was such a bold notion. And the drive to make that a reality seems to have died with him.
1: I have a question for you as well.
0: I hope I have, I have an in answer. my hand.
1: I have. In, I have in my hand an Apple TV, and one one, like a generation older Apple TV, an older generation Apple TV. And it has on the back of it an input thing called optical audio. Is that?
0: Yeah.
1: Is that not two separate things, optical and audio? Like, why is it called an optical output? I don't mean that on just Apple TV. I mean, like, TVs have it, VCRs, DVD players, Blu-ray players. They all have an optical port. What the fuck is optical? Optical.
0: I don't want to embarrass myself by explaining it poorly. I I know in my head what it is, but I don't think I could put it into well, words. Well, because it quite can't be well. vision. No, no, no. It can't it's... actually
1: be literally optical.
0: <sighs> I don't want to look it up right now. Um, why does it
1: have? It's... Why does the port always have that little flap on it? Why can't it just always be open like every other port, like a Ethernet or a HDMI or a power cord port or a USB port? If,
0: if I remember correctly, the optical audio is when you can actually put the speakers through directly with the loose wire, which is like with the actual copper can go in there. And that's why it's, that's why it's got the flap.
1: Copper. G'day, copper. Okay. Well, fair enough. If
0: I, if I remember correctly, because I think it's, it's the same way (laughs) I hooked up my speakers to my amp.
1: Mm, that's
0: fair but i'm pro- I'm probably explaining it poorly or completely off, so don't judge me too harshly listeners.
1: Mm-hmm. shall yeah. we shall we continue all of this random rambling and questioning in our first official segment of the day?
0: Well, which segment are we kicking off with? I'm not even sure.
1: Well should we kick off with philosophy? And then we can end up getting to your better one, which is better than this shit. Oh, sure. Oh,
0: sure. Yeah. Let's kick into philosophy.
1: Well, philosophy is basically, uh, listeners, actually, let me, let me reintroduce that in a nicer voice. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd just like to introduce you to the segment named philosophy. So philosophy is basically a segment where I talk about whatever the hell I want to. That's basically how the entire podcast goes. But this time it's got a title. (laughs) No worries. All righty. So the first uh, topic of the day is uh, in the segment or subheading of philosophy is uh, I'm going through my phone's notes. Yes, that's right. That's on the same piece of shit phone I was just talking about, um, which 10 minutes ago was on 58% is now at 46% battery, but anyway, on my notes, um, I'm looking at it and I've, a conversation between my sister and I a few dinners ago. I think it was a few dinners ago. Uh, we were discussing the idea of just how fortunate it was that Lord Voldemort's middle name was Marvolo, which perfectly made it spell out "I am Lord Voldemort." Like, what if his middle name wasn't Marvolo? Then, then he wouldn't. Tom Riddle wouldn't be able to do that cool thing where he like waves his wand and makes the letters. Rearranged to spell out, I am Lord Voldemort. Uh, so, we started sitting there and trying to work out what our own names are. So, like my name, which I'll say on here is Philip Charolambus. That's right, listeners. It's my name.
0: Don't wear it uh, out.
1: I worked it out to be... I do have an I am in there. So, my my Lord Voldemort-esque name would be I am Rasha Fip," Or... I am Russia La Pilbulf.
0: So, mixed parentage then, right?
1: Yes. <laughs> That's an interesting one, though. Like, that doesn't sound anywhere near as cool as Lord Voldemort. I am Russia La Pilbulf. It's not scary. I don't have a fucking Voldemort name. Drew, you it's have to little, work this it's out. A, now. It's a
0: little bit wanky. Yeah, it <laughs> that sounds more be. like
1: a piece of shit thing so um, you,
0: you you say I've got to work one out now, but about a week and a half two weeks ago, I was sitting there trying to work out mine anyway, and I don't know what brought it on something and i something. and I didn't work it out i I gave up because I had to do something else. Here is a joke that I'm sure some people have heard of because
1: uh, I've said it to literally everyone that I can because I think it's really clever oh no uh oh, no. what what what's e t short for? Well, he's only got little legs. Oh no! Ah, uh, you know not really annoying. I deleted Garage Band off my phone. I would have been able to play the. <laughs> um. Uh, uh, so what else
0: made is there? That me laugh more than the joke.
1: Oh, uh, it's just a crap joke. I'm just really I've sorry, listeners. I've, I've this is just heard it too many times from you now. Um, I've also got <yss> on my phone here a, a, a quite an interesting note. One that I don't understand the meaning of. It, it just says metrics tree injury." so I don't know what it was exactly that I was thinking of but I must have been thinking of something quite interesting to have something that has uh, a note of Metric's tree's injury Drew thoughts what do you think Metric's tree injury means
0: well I mean for a start I'd I'd really like to get to the root of the problem here get the
1: (laughs) get out that's
0: just sorry would you like me to leave goodbye Alright, 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 all right, all right. I'll try not to branch off too much.
1: Oh for fuck's sake, you just Excuse me. No you didn't. Don't you fucking dare. <laughs> I can't even You can't do that to me, Drew. Who do you I've... think you are? Yeah, just don't Drew dunked.
0: Lee James Kitteridge. There you go. Work out work out what my name is from that.
1: <laughs> okay, your name would be Kit. And
0: I have the I am in mine as well
1: Damn it Now you can't be Ridge Kit Ridgey No Uh Drew Lee Kitteridge So you would be Word Word Oh dear
0: You'd be Word Um Word Drew Lee James You've got a bit to work with Word Wordle Wordle
1: Wordle Tick, tick Oh
0: no ticker I can just hear people turning off the podcast cute. as you wait. Where's this the out. M James
1: You have too many names
0: I have two middle names, there's nothing wrong with that. Um
1: I've also got a chair is a chair here.
0: A chair is a chair? Mm.
1: Why the when hell is- do I write this shit down? What when is
0: when is a chair not a chair?
1: I've shared my uh, my disappointment in the lack of my launching of my live television event, haven't I?
0: With Did you uh, share it on the show? I don't remember.
1: Well, if I didn't, well, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to just express my uh, absolute disappointment in myself. My, uh, I guess. Sadness that I wasn't able to come through with this. Um, devastation that, that this didn't happen. I tried so hard by not doing much to make this happen, and it hasn't happened. And that was, ladies and gentlemen, that I wanted, in the year 2012, so yeah, five years late now, um, in 2012, I had planned to have uh, a live event on television. And that live event on television was going to be called Pandemonium. Not spelt the usual way, actually spelt P-A-N-D-A uh, hyphen, monium uh, and it was going to involve a whole series of pandas actually pandas that's live pandas uh, doing events whether they're climbing a tree and falling out or just rolling around on the floor or even on a small tricycle riding around an arena. And none of this happened and I don't know what this comes down to, what the limitations were or, or the reasons for the limitations in in acquiring these pandas uh, i don't think china was particularly thrilled on giving up these pandas um but i i did my absolute best and and now that i've got this forum to be able to uh, express my disappointment in this and also in a forum to be able to garner support or traction as it will uh, i'd like to try and make this thing happen in the future Patent pending, of course. So no one else steal this. If you steal this idea from me, I will come after you with um, a butter knife. Uh, but
0: yes, Drew, should we, should we get should we get a Kickstarter account going or fund well, GoFundMe or
1: absolutely not, not even freaking
0: tootly. But not even for the money, purely for the awareness. I'm sure a network would throw money at it.
1: Yeah, pandas, pandas riding around doing shit like that. Yeah, have you seen the video of yeah. the panda shitting on the other one's head? No, mate. It's to die for. Panda climbs up onto a perch, sits down. Its mate's fast asleep on the floor below, and it just starts shitting on its head. It does like it does like big panda-sized pellets right onto its head.
0: Oh no! Pandemonium indeed.
1: Just like this segment.
0: Oh dear. Alright, do you have a final philosophy thought of the week to leave our listeners with before we move on to the next topic of the day?
1: Oh, you caught me off guard here. Okay, yeah, here we go. I did indeed. Okay, here we go. Because I'm looking at the American flag in front of me right here. I have an American flag in here. Uh, (laughs) Did you know... So everyone knows why the American flag has the 52 stars. uh, The white stars on the blue background. But do they know why there is the red and white stripes? explain okay so the red and white stripes are there purely because of the number of rivers in the united states that cross, like the main major rivers uh, so there's one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen stripes in total both red and white um yeah wow yeah Did you know that I also made that up? I have no
0: idea why. Why'd you tell anyone that?
1: (laughs) I'm really (laughs) sorry. (laughs) I have no idea why their stripes are on the flag. I just saw the flag in front of me and I thought it'd be a good idea to pretend like I knew what I was talking about. Oh, Oh, and also, also, one other last thing. We also missed out on McDonald's Monopoly thing and I haven't redeemed a lot of instant wins.
0: Uh, you can... I believe you still have time to redeem them. I just don't think they're giving out the tickets anymore. Oh, okay. Well, that's a win, then. Might need to to check the fine print on that, but...
1: Oh, who reads that? No one reads the one from Apple. No one reads the one from anything anymore.
0: No, that's true. Even at work, no one ever reads the fine print when we hand them a contract to sign.
1: Nope, they just go, Oh, yeah, I can sign that. I even now just say... Here's a pen if you want to have a quick sign. I do not even say have a quick read.
0: I just hand it to them and go, here, sign your life away. And they usually giggle. And then they do it. Yeah. Idiots. Yeah, it's very rare though. I, I, I would like to it.
1: scan that document and retype it up to say something like you have to give me like $150,000 and then give it back to them. Probably sign it still.
0: Without a doubt.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Alrighty. We hey, are moving man. into our next new segment. In case you didn't notice, we are trying to give our show a little more structure, hence segments. Now, for those of you that have been living under a rock and just decided to tune in and listen to us, you would be aware that we like movies, just just a tiny little bit, just just a smidge. Yeah, right?
1: like as in we need to get a sponsor from a cinema because we
0: spend so much money at the fucking cinema. Yeah, and don't be fooled. We are actively trying to seek out such a thing. Anyway, we have decided to give a movie segment to our little podcast, and we have settled upon a title because basically it was the only title I could find that wasn't already taken. So, welcome, listeners, to Reeling News. Anyway, reeling news. So, we're here to give you a bit of film news for the week. Um, Man, I don't even know what to start off with because there's been a a few little gems that have come out this week. But no, you know what? I do know what I want to kick off with. We got quite the surprise. um, Was it earlier today or yesterday? I think it was yesterday. We we got quite the little surprise. We got the first full-length trailer for Marvel's next film, Black Panther. And I've, I've made sure that you didn't tell me your thoughts on it until now. So let's hear it.
1: I, like most new Marvel films, am strongly intrigued. We saw an introduction to the character in Civil War. Did we not? Yeah, we did. Yeah, of course we did. Um, yeah. Um, it looks interesting. I think it's going to be quite interesting to have a, a new again it's only the second time that we've had this new um franchise in a long while i mean well there's doctor strange and then there was also ant-man before that but they had quite um big actors playing them so to go over to this now it's going to be quite interesting to see how well they capture the audience i thought it looked awesome i think it looks quite interesting um yeah, I, I'm excited. I'm really, really excited. I didn't, I. don't. Although there's a trailer out for it, you can never really trust trailers nowadays unless they're giving away the entire plot of the movie. But, yeah,
0: uh, they go from one extreme to the other. Mm,
1: look, I think it looks really cool. I think it looks really cool. I don't know how much I'm interested in the character so much because of how little in- interaction I've had with anyone else. And also just because of, you know, I, I'm... I don't have much to say on, on the actor playing it. You know, we had Benedict Cumberbatch for... Cumberbatch for um, Doctor Strange. We had Paul Rudd for Ant-Man. So, like, you know, there's absolute massive knowledge behind who they are and everything like that. But for this one, I, I kind of remember the guy's name,
0: if I'm honest. Chadwick Bossman. That one, and, yep. And, yeah, look, no, you make a lot of fair points there. Um, honestly, as someone that read the comics and has seen a ton of um cartoons about the character and just the overall marvel universe and that i I know the backstory of black panther and i'm really interested to see this film because from everything i've seen in that little two and a half minute trailer it looks like they've absolutely nailed the style the story All the elements appear to be there, and Marvel's been planting the seeds for the last few years. We got introduced to the character in Captain America Civil War, but what you may not realize is that we got introduced to his arch-nemesis back in Avengers Age of Ultron, played by Andy Serkis. And he's going to be front and center in this film as well. So it'll be really interesting. When was
1: he in Age of Ultron?
0: Ulysses Craw, the South African... Um, mercenary that um, that was interacting with Ultron
1: Ah!
0: you ever wonder why Andy Serkis had a really small part in that film for no apparent reason
1: they think a long way ahead
0: they do because he's hunting down um, he's hunting down the substance that makes up Cap's shield I'm forgetting the name of it already.
1: Um, unobtainium, I don't
0: know. Isn't that the stuff from Avatar? That's what yeah. I was thinking. Yeah. I was thinking it's- the same name. And really? Yeah, I was, I was thinking it's not unobtainium. Don't say that. What is I it? Said,
1: I I knew to, I I don't know what the thing is that made his shield is, but I just wanted to say unobtainium. Well, unobtainium is just a word for something that's just not gettable.
0: Not obtainable. <laughs>
1: sure. Yeah, no, it literally is. I looked it up on Wikipedia even because I was like, "What the Hello. fuck? What word is that? That's such a, an unoriginal name." But no, it is an original name. It's just what everything else is called. Um, no, I think it's going to be a great movie. I, I'm, I'm, I, I look. I'm excited for all Marvel movies. I, I keep telling myself I need to not miss a Marvel movie in cinemas, but I missed Doctor Strange. I managed to go see Ant Man on my own. First movie I ever I ever saw on my
0: own. Ant Man. And that was fun. Not, not a bad choice, actually. No, Ant Man was great
1: fun. that was an awesome film. Especially part when Thomas became full sized. I was about to me. say Thomas's um,
0: intention is the highlight of that film. Oh fuck
1: yeah. Um, what else? The other the other film that I thought looked really really good well, not the film that looked really good because I've already seen the trailers and I think it looks amazing. The Thor franchise. I always, I've always thought that the Thor movies have been the most uninteresting films in the Marvel cinematic universe, bar none, maybe the Hulk movies. And then when I saw this one, like, at the start, I was like, for fuck's sake, we've got Thor and Hulk in these movies. This is going to be an absolute shithole of a film. And then I saw who was directing it, and I absolutely changed my tune. And now I think it's going to be my favorite movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, period. Because Taika Waititi's doing it, and he's an absolute freaking legend. So you keep saying. Which I do, because I have absolute confidence in him, his humor, um, his style. Um, I love that he always plays a role in the films that he does. For example, in What We Do in the Shadows, which everyone needs to see, What We Do in the Shadows. It's a great film. It's one of my favorite films. Yes, um, yes. Boy was unbelievable as well. Boy was such a good film. I need to watch that because I've only seen it twice. Um, so I need to watch it a couple more times. <laughs> and then there's what uh, Hunt for the People. That is such a great film with Sam Neill. Um, and of course, Taika also does a cameo in that one. So when he was on... The Australian, if, why the fuck am I saying that we didn't have anyone that's listening from overseas, but if you aren't aware, Channel 10 has a television program called The Project. It's like a, you yeah, evening news base, so. Um, <laughs> Thank you for clarifying that. <laughs> well, just in case someone's listening from overseas, for Christ's well, sake. Okay. Well,
0: well, I should quickly intervene and tell you that I had a look at our SoundCloud stats and it told us that we do have at least one listener coming from somewhere in the U.S.,
1: are you crazy? Who the hell listens? To- oh no, keep know. listening. I don't know. Tell your friends, yeah, um, please. If you are that one listener, comment on our Facebook page at Kent and the Steering Team, and I swear to God, I will give you a shout out. I will even send you a boomerang from Australia. That's a fact. I will do that. Um, just not with my money. Send the postage money, please. Um, <laughs> but continue. But he 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 was on it with Chris Hemsworth and Mark Ruffalo and oh. Mark Ruffalo. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah just and thinking he, about how uh, good the video was <laughs> Well I was thinking of the guy from Home and Away that has cancer he has a very similar name
0: I don't um, know anything about Home and Away so I don't know
1: Well neither do I I just know that I just know that the guy has cancer I don't know who he, well, I didn't watch Home and Away either but anyway long story short um Taika was on it and talking about how you know they were talking about who, who they asked the question who was the funniest and Chris just turned and said yeah, it's, it's definitely Taker, And um, then he said, Taika, who, who are you playing in this film? And Taker proceeded to tell everyone about his Kiwi bouncer style character. <laughs> he just seems amazing. And he did the, the voice and everything. And I'm so excited. So this is going to be my favorite film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And it has Jeff Goldblum.
0: The Bloom himself.
1: So what the hell else can we say about that film other than it's... King Legendary.
0: Just so you guys all know, we are devout followers of The Bloom. If there was we, a church for him, I'd be in it. We love the man to pieces. I'm still dirty that we didn't get to go to his food truck when he Uh-oh. was here in Sydney. But d- 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 Do you guys d- d- dig up dinosaurs? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, my all-time favorite line out of any movie comes from The Bloom. And it was from Jurassic Park. Because that's one makes, of the greatest films of all time. It is. It is. It's when he makes the the crack back at um, back at Richard Attenborough. I mean, but John, when when the Pirates of the Caribbean breaks down, the, the pirates don't eat the tourists. It's just oh, the, the greatest just, moment. It's just... <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> Jeff Goldblum.
0: He just... He's such a wacko it feels like but he's just such a fucking cool guy. He completely embraces it as well. Have you seen the video where he's in character as his character from Independence Day into like having having a meeting with Jeff Goldblum the actor and they're having a discussion <laughs> with one another. No and it's the quirkiest video ever. Can you put it on the Kenton and Steering Team Facebook page so I can go and watch it? I will indeed, but you also need to put the video of Tyker and Chris and Mark on there as well for our listeners so yes, that I can. they can see the the beauty that apparently is Tyker. I wouldn't know. Guys, I have never seen any of Tyker's films. The closest I've seen is all the episodes of the in-betweeners that he directed. Because I've seen all of the in-betweeners. Mm-hmm. That, that is all of Taika's work that I've ever seen. So, between now and next week when we go to see Thor Ragnarok, I will endeavour to watch Boy, Hunt for the World of People, and What We Do in the Shadows. And hopefully, this time next week when we come in for our show, I will have a brief summary of my thoughts and feelings on them.
1: Please, 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 please have that for me. I want to hear it because they are my favorites.
0: I also might do some retro reviews for our YouTube channel, The 35th Mill. So oh, yes. Shorter, I, I, yeah. I
1: would watch the shit out of those. Watch them. I mean, I would do them. Do them. You do them.
0: I will. I will. Oh. I've also got to finish my Point of the Apes retro series on there as well.
1: Also, also. Also. Um, I have, now that I've finished uh, Ricky Gervais' Extras... You oh, know what I that means? X-Feed. It means that I finally, finally, I'm <gasps> yes. going to be watching Stranger Things. Yes! Because I haven't watched it yet, and oh, I said I would, and then exciting. I will also be doing reviews, episode, episode-ly reviews, maybe like five-minute things, just to explain my thoughts.
0: Um, Ooh, I want to watch that. There's yeah. only there's only a handful of episodes anyway, so you could do one, a five-minute exactly. one for every episode. And then you need to watch Lost. Yes, Lost is actually very high on my list, and Lost thankfully is it's a- all on Netflix. <clears throat> Lost is such a great show. I always wanted to watch it since before the first episode ever aired, I wanted to watch it. And for whatever reason, whatever was going on in my life at the time, I didn't start watching it from the beginning. And I knew that if I tried to enter it later, that it would just ruin it for me. So I always thought, oh, one day I will. Yeah, very funny. I always thought one day that I would just go back and watch the whole thing. Now it's here for me to do so, and I still haven't got around to it. And I really need you to do that for me. I will, I will, I will endeavor to do it before the year is out. However, we are rambling into awards season, and that's going to mean that we are very busy going to the cinemas. I mean, we've already already made our second viewing of Blade Runner this week, which was spectacular. Hell yeah. Unfortunately, we couldn't get to the screening we wanted to be at. Because no, because they were fucktards. Of... Well, yeah. Well, actually, I, no,
1: they're not. Oh, that's a lie. It's, it, it's because of Chris Hemsworth and Taika Waititi.
0: Yeah, we got we got told to blame Chris Hemsworth for it because the Thor Ragnarok premiere was going overtime and they had to cancel our screening as a result.
1: And I'm totally okay with that because I think that those two people are legends.
0: Yeah. Yeah, oddly enough, I'm okay with it as well. So we hopped over and saw it at George Street on their VMAX screen, and I don't know what was better, the VMAX screen or the Dolby Atmos, which was amazing. That was
1: fantastic. I think that was the second Atmos that I've been to, personally. Okay. Okay. But where the hell is THQ? Why have I not heard their sound effect for a long
0: time? THX. THQ was the video game. Company. Oh, that's why
1: I keep getting. That's why I keep getting
0: confused because I'm like, which one was which? Why haven't I heard THX for a while? Uh, because they're owned by George Lucas, or or are they owned by Disney now? Were they part of the sale? I don't know. Mm,
1: I wonder. I just I just want to hear that sound. Like that sound was the most just confusing sound. I think my mind's heard.
0: If we're lucky, we'll hear it before Star Wars The Last Jedi. I, doubt
1: it. I don't think we will. I think it will go straight from Lucasfilm to... In a galaxy far, far... far away. A long time ago in a galaxy Yeah, but far maybe
0: far we'll away. hear it before the Lucasfilm logo. I doubt it. Fingers wasn't crossed. Wasn't it the last ones?
1: Wasn't it the last ones?
0: Oh, well. Oh, well. And that anyway. today
1: concludes...
0: Reeling news. Called? Reeling news. You'll remember it eventually. <laughs> eventually. <laughs> yeah, no, look, I think that was a good first run of reeling news, but honestly, we'd like to hear what you guys think, so as usual, you know, drop us comments. What did I say that was punny? First run. First run. Clearly not.
1: All
0: right, moving on. <laughs> I kind of get it. I kind of get it, but I don't. No, just, oh, just
1: tell me to go away. That was
0: just ridiculous. Yeah, go away. Anyway, uh, lovely listeners, leave us a comment about what you're thinking with with our segment thing. You know, we'd like to have some feedback. And also, if you have any interesting movie news that you want to share with us that we might not already know, or just something quirky it, that we could It can be discuss. TV news anyway. Yeah. Yeah, film and television, because these days television is producing a lot better quality than film, which is Mm. really odd, but we're enjoying it. The golden age of television, as they keep calling it. Anyway, on to our next topic. What is our next topic of the day?
1: Oh, that next topic. Is it not the next inductee?
0: Into the sick Kent (sighs) of the week. This is exciting. Now, we... can
1: of the week, Hall of Fame, 2017.
0: Yeah. Now, I, th- I think we better we better discuss our runner-up first, because that's a whole thing in unto itself, and then we'll discuss our winner this week. So... Our,
1: our runner-up is the Fat Man, is he
0: not? The Fat Man is our runner-up. Um, we are, of course, talking about Paul Fatty Vorton, who, it was announced today, very sadly, has been removed as host of the footy show starting from next year and you know um he's been hosting the show for 23 years and whether you're a football fan or not whether you're a fan of the footy show or not you would be very aware of his presence on the nine network as the host of the show he's been the face of it if you're our age he's been the Mm. host your entire life and
1: what what not only that though but but I thought that he. Because NRL players always have this image of being like buff heads and like just fat heads with nothing going on, meat heads, otherwise known as. Um, and they don't really have much going on inside their, their minds. But I think Paul Fatty Vorden did a great, a great job of being able to, in almost a humorous way, bring some intelligence to um, the rugby league player kind of um persona think- or caricature he just he just he 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 recognized that and he came from being such just a rugby league player to being such a funny guy on television and th- he
0: yeah i th- i think that's a learnt thing though because if you look back at what he was like when we when we were young watching the show and look at him now i, th- I think he's he's learnt. To become better and to rise above that sort of attitude and that mentality and uh, and he's more confident
1: in himself on television as well
0: yeah and i always love to watch him on the footy show now because whenever they're starting to veer off topic he's very good at bringing the show back in and Mm. and keeping that focus there i think he's a very good host and he has very good presence and i don't think nine ever expected expected that from him because when he was when he was first brought on it was very much about his name rather than who he was Mm. and he's 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 made it his own and he's become a part of it and it's become a part of him so to see the footy show continue on without him would be very difficult and we are to understand that they're going through a bit of a shake-up of the format over because at nine? the show's
1: been terrible but i don't think it's been terrible because of it's I, I don't think he's the issue i think it's because of literally every other person that sits on the panel on that show besides him is the, the issue
0: there'd be an element of that i think the best the best co-hosts of the show have all moved on to the fox network when you look at yep. Peter Sterling and Matty Johns, you know, mm. who've both moved on to Fox. And I mean, we're we're very fortunate we're getting Sterlow back at nine next year. Not sure what he will be doing, but mm. he'll certainly be returning. It's
1: it's also interesting, um, back to to Paul Vorden, how he he's on an on he he, he plays you know, He's both a commentator, a sideline commentator and just also um, a statsman for Channel 9's game day presentation now as well. He doesn't just do the footy show and he used to only do the footy show and now he's more involved in the actual game side of it as well. So I we know that he's probably going to continue to do, to do that again next year but what he does after that, I don't know. I think he'll go to Fox and probably join Matt,
0: Matt Johns. Oh, the we Mackey can only John's hope. Show. Oh, fingers crossed. But yeah, um, Nine is reformatting the show. It's going to be having a... What was the new format that I read? It's going to have a Monday time slot, a Monday night episode. It's going to have its Thursday night episode. And then don't it's going to have a compete Sunday with lunch Matthew episode. Johns. Yeah. But the, the biggest news that's come out of this is that they are promoting co-host Erin to the key host of the show.
1: And I don't think she's very good at that, though like I I I don't, I don't she's not very exciting not very interesting she's a bit boring like I don't get get it so much I like channel uh, like Fox Sports has people like um Jessica Yates yeah. um Channel 9 has uh, sorry the AFL footy show um has Rebecca Madden they have interesting characters but but I don't see much going on
0: I think here. I've always found Erin to be a hit and miss. I think she's... She can be really good. She can be really engaging. Her knowledge is... Like, like there's no question there. She she knows what she's talking about. The issue is that she just doesn't always present in an engaging manner.
1: There's not very much charisma.
0: No. And... You know what? Maybe she'll grow in the role the way... The way Fatty did. Maybe. And maybe, maybe. That's, may- maybe that's Nine thinking that they'll take the risk there. But I personally, I think Nine is trying to play it safe because they've done their research and they're finding that there are more and more and more female-centred programs about the NRL all over Fox, that there are a lot of female-hosted programs there and they want to try and tap into that demographic mm. because somehow they know who's male and who's female that's watching the show. I I don't know where they work that one out, but apparently they want to raise their female viewership and they believe that they can do that by bringing in a female host and rather than taking a chance on someone new, they want to use an established face in Eren. And if you have a look back two years ago, Fatty did an interview where he predicted that this was going to happen. Because he pointed out then that slowly, over each year, Erin was moving up a seat on the bench, to the point where she found herself essentially co-hosting with Fatty by the end of it, and now she'll be taking on the top job.
1: Ah, oh, dearie. Well. It's, yeah. From one... From the runner-up position to the main spot...
0: We are going from one Channel 9 fiasco to another...
1: Yeah, exactly right, um, Drew. If our, you
0: will, our sick Kent of the week this week is Lisa Wilkinson, the yeah, legend yeah. herself. You go, girl! Ah, oh, now I don't know about you, but when I read that news this morning, i I was at first shocked, and then I was just cheering. I was so happy. She has always been someone that has had no issue being upfront, getting to the point when you watch her with Carl she's very clear you always know how she feels about something and this was a prime example of her following through yep she went to nine she had an issue with the fact that she was being paid significantly less yeah, than definitely. her co-host Carl Stefanovic and was requesting that she be paid equally which makes sense they are co-hosts. Mm. It's not that he is the host and she is the assistant host. It doesn't work that way. No. They host together. Together they are the Today Show. And as such, Channel Nine refused to give the pay increase. So What did they
1: say? They, they said this afternoon that they would have had to have sacked ten producers to pay her the same. Fuck off. Don't pay Carl that much then, you dickheads, if that's the case. You can't do that.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, but part of Carl's charm is that he had Lisa to bounce off of. Mm. And I'm sure he's very well aware of that.
1: Not for sure. For yeah. sure. But she followed through and said, Well, if you're not going to pay me the same, take a hike.
0: And so she so, packed her bags and wandered off. Yeah, she didn't even appear on the show this morning, I don't believe. No. Nope. No, so... Um, now... The funny thing is, she's signed on with Channel 10 already.
1: Mm. She's going to be on The Project, the same show that Taika was on uh, yesterday, last night. Um, oh, yes. sorry, when this goes to air, it was on Monday night that was recorded.
0: But how um, how how soon after her resignation did she bag that job at 10?
1: Oh, she would have already had the office sitting there and would, yeah. have, would have just gone into the, the office after doing the Monday, Monday morning show yeah, and gone, okay, where are we at? And if they said, nope, then she would have said, okay,
0: 10. Apparently that I'll contract was signed with 10 within hours of the resignation from 9.
1: What was within the hour? Because Channel 10 put out the press release, literally, it was like an hour and four minutes after the Channel 9 announcement.
0: Brilliant just brilliant and for those of you that haven't seen they did a they did a very heartfelt farewell on the today show for her this morning and when you watch carl speak when carl has something serious to discuss you can always tell the the little glimmer in his eye just disappears and he is he is as upfront as anyone and he made it very clear that he was not happy with what had gone down. And no. and it's not that he's unhappy with her. He made it abundantly clear that he was thrilled for her in what she was doing and that she was making the right decision for herself. And obviously he is in a point where he can't be openly, openly angry at the network that's employing him. But it was more in what he didn't say that spoke volumes. And the same could be said for the rest of the anchor team there. None of them were happy with the result no. of this, except that Lisa was going to be benefiting from it by getting some peace of mind and some happiness.
1: And good on 10, even though they have literally no money. I mean, while well, they are now owned by pretty much owned by CBS. Um, deal yet to be confirmed
0: Is that um, what happened? I hadn't read that
1: Yeah, Channel 10 is by C- Well, th- they are yet to be approved By the Australian Board of International Ownership Or something something like that um, CBS Yeah, when, it, when that gets confirmed Because it will be confirmed They will be the owners Because, um That
0: explains Fox pulling out of their deal with 10 Yeah, because CBS, and
1: they can't do that They don't want to do that Then m- CBS didn't want to renegotiate to- re- re- on the terms that Fox had set. That's why The Simpsons has gone from Channel 10. Also, um, because Murdoch's son and uh, someone... What's his name? I can't remember the name. Um, the previous... Uh, Michael Gordon or something like that. The previous co-owner of Channel 10. They were both board members. They tried to buy Channel 10 back, even though they were the ones involved in absolutely making it sync. Um, and when the vote was... Put out for either CBS or um,
0: Lachlan, wasn't it?
1: Lachlan Murdoch and his mate something Gordon. Yeah. um, They, the board resoundingly, the temporary board resoundingly, um, as well as even key staff members throughout Channel Ten, all voted in favour of CBS. There were only two votes for Murdoch and Gordon, and they were from Gordon and Murdoch's. Uh, lawyers who are present. That's wow. it. Everyone else voted for CBS. So CBS will, will become the owners of 10. So now that they have some money going along, um, they've paid uh, Lisa Wilkinson, who will be uh, one of the highest paid television personalities in Australia when she joins Channel 10 in January.
0: And deservedly so.
1: Absolutely, because she has been rocking the boat on the Today Show and even in special news projects for Channel Nine, and has been doing such a great job as playing the um, offsider or the or the, the probably the steady one on the show. So she definitely deserves a little bit more spotlight and to do a, um, a little bit more news-based things that she wants to do in a fun way, like she has on the Today Show. That's why she's perfect for the project,
0: I think. And it's also why she is perfect as our sick Ken to the week because she is inspiring. She has made waves. And she absolutely embodies what we believe to be newsworthy. Because mm. if, you've, if you've not noticed, we don't discuss the, the um, important news in the world on this show because we like the timeless quality of it and we don't want to get bogged down in political or religious opinions on things or anything like that. Everyone has a right to their own opinion on everything. However, sometimes something should be said and when it's something as obvious as this where we're, we're in the midst of a lot of discussions in this country about what equality means on several different levels this is something that shouldn't even be a discussion. It's so basic and she was Absolutely. prepared to fight for it. And, and she, she won. And she won. And, and the fact that she won will inspire so much more to be shaken up in an industry that is so backwards in their their mentality. Even the the
1: support that's been thrown behind her and towards the network, I hope it gives an absolutely massive wake-up call to the networks that you can't do this. The pressure's on.
0: Yeah. Yes. I couldn't agree more. It's a good time for change, and hopefully we get to see it keep barreling down. Anyway, it's been lovely having you listening to us this week, as always. Um, I'm not sure what we're going to be bringing you next week, but hopefully it is something equally interesting and exciting. Yes, a little bit more fun and frivolity for everyone. We do love our fun and frivolity, don't we? Oh, yes. Mm. Quite. Quite so. Anyway, as usual, you can find us on Facebook at Kent and The Steering Team. You can also find us on SoundCloud under exactly the same name. Um, where else are we? We are currently hiding out in iTunes's podcast directory, and yep. we should be hiding out on a number of Android ones as well since they source out their feeds through the Apple one in some cases or otherwise source it through the RSS feeds. mm mm-hmm. um, I know that we had one subscriber the other day who went and looked us up in our presence and began following us through his Android phone. So we know that we are being discovered through there. So that helps. Anyway, other than that, check us out. ...on The 35th Mill, which is our film page where you will see all of our latest movie reviews... ...because mm-hmm. surely you, you want to hear more after hearing us discuss film today.
1: Also on YouTube at The 35th Mill, but that is 3-5-T-H, not written out. That's The 35th Mill.
0: Thank you for clarifying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. Which people go, I can't find you guys. Well, because you're writing it wrong, you idiot. You've had that experience? Yes. I haven't had that encounter yet. I have. Oh, you poor, you poor person. Anyway, guys, until next time. Yep. What a day.